We here at the Game Cola Podcast were hoping we could start our podcast by playing the start of something new from High School Musical, because it seems rather thematically appropriate because we have the new website and everything like that. But after double-checking with our lawyers, I found out that all we could play is this. And my hands If we tried anything more than that, we're going to get sued. So that's all the intro we're going to have. Take it away, Michael Ridgway. Hello, and welcome to the Game Cola Podcast. Uh, I'm Mike Ridgway. I do the Quantum Keys articles on Game Cola. Uh, with me today are Justin Lushinsky, Nathaniel Huber. Uh, hey. What? How do you pronounce my last name? Like Ridgway? Huber. That's the way I'm pronouncing it, and you will like it. Um, Paul Franzen, Michael Gray, and, uh, Benji Richter. Uh, I'll let you guys be the through and just, you know, tell people what you do, like people don't know. Because we're the only ones who listen to the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, actually, I, I share this with Michael Gray. I got an email from someone who was a fan of the podcast. Someone uh, emailed me and let me know how much they like the Phoenix Wright segments. I'm not making this up. Oh, staff members? No, it wasn't. It was uh, a friend from college. <laughs> it, it, it half counts. It counts more than a staff member emailing me and saying, hey, the podcasts that I do, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> do you really get emails like that, Paul? <laughs> All the time. Zach Rich, I tell you, you every time. Do you make uh, your own email addresses and then just send yourself email from that address? Saying like, hey Paul, I just listened to your podcast, it's really great. From notpaul93 at gmail.com. <laughs> it uh, makes me feel love. Introductions! Uh, okay, I'm just Lashinsky. Uh, I just sit around and look ready. But there you go. I'm the one whose name gets mispronounced, and not Justin for some reason, it's just Baptist speaking. I'm the author of Flash Flood, which has yet to appear on the new Game Cola site, but I'm working on it, and the administrator for the Game Cola YouTube page. Paul Francis, go! I'm Paul, I'm Game Cola's editor-in-chief, and I also write reviews, and a new column I just started called Minus the Pudding, about Xbox Live Indie Games. Oh good, something else I don't have to read. Uh, Michael Gray, go! Hey man, that was a good one. I got an email about that one too to say how good it was. <laughs> From a staff member. <laughs> Still counts. I'm Michael Gray. I write Inside the Guide, uh, The Ten Reasons, and Oh the Humanity. And apparently you wrote Twilight too. Twilight New Moon. I saw that on your profile. That was a joke you made during your run of Super <laughs> Mario Brothers 2. That hasn't been released yet for the public. Okay. Shh, don't tell them! <laughs> Spoiler alert. And, uh, Andy Rich does Gamer Girlfriend and, uh, various reviews. She'll be joining us shortly. Today's topics, uh, we're going to be discussing the new site. Uh, Woo! Oh, yeah. Excuse to rag on Paul. And, uh, we'll also be discussing Game Cola 2009 Game, Game Awards, otherwise known as, uh, Monkey Island and Batman were the best games ever. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised by that, to be honest. And Scribble Knots, yeah. that won a couple of awards. Yeah, Scribble yeah. Knots. Uh, that that won all of the other awards, basically. That won the handheld yeah. awards, let's just put it that way. Well, yeah. guys, it's really hard when they only released five games in 2009. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all kind of did get pushed to 2010. And in fact, they all got pushed to February. Okay, uh, also joining us right now is Miss Mandy Rich. Mandy? Hey. Hey. Hi. Yo. Uh, I know, uh, we were going to talk about the new game call site, uh, but first, in a completely self-serving announcement, I'd just like to, uh, inform our, uh, podcast listeners, um, uh, including all of Paul's quote-unquote friends, uh, that myself and Angie are engaged. Congratulations! Yay. Yay. Oh, all right. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, all right, we can get back to the regular podcast now. Um, Paul, why don't you give us a, a brief history of the development of the new game Colossal site? Hmm. And just kind of, you know, what you what you initially set out to do with making the new site, and if you think you you know, it's so far as you know, living okay. up to your expectations. Well, let me let me take it back a little bit first. Um, Gamecola, I, I founded, I started Gamecola uh, in 2002 when I was in high school. Uh, from then until last summer, so I don't know what, like seven years, I guess. Uh, uh, we published in kind of a monthly magazine slash newsletter format. Um, but we we put it all on on the actual website Gamecola.net, but we published only every month, like a big just collection of articles. Um, then we realized that that was really stupid. <laughs> it was just a bad, bad idea, very reader-unfriendly, and uh, it was a lot of work for me, uh, because I had to edit and do the layout for each article individually. Uh, and that got to be a major problem uh, toward the end of, of that run, because so many people kept writing stuff, it was really getting annoying. Friggin' people yeah, writing stuff. Just writers <laughs> yeah. have a penchant for writing. Stupid people. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, last summer I emailed Kevin and I said, hey, uh, what if we turned Game Cola into an actual website? And he was like, that would be great because that's what I've been bugging you to do for like five years. <laughs> so, uh, I, I emailed him. Really? Some... You are the one holding back Game Cola up, <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much been all my. It's like Fight Club, except nerdy. I wrote up some specifications for what I'd like to see in the new site, uh, emailed them to Kevin. Uh, Captain Eric drew up a very basic design for what the website should look like based on my specifications. And then uh, basically Colin and Kevin and Alex just took that and ran with it and put together a really, really, really fantastic site. It took them a long-ass time, but um, they did it, and it, it's up now. It's what everyone is probably listening to this podcast on unless we have iTunes subscribers, which I kind of doubt. <laughs> Except for me and my mom, but other than us. And now I'm calling you free at gmail.com. <laughs> Why doesn't he count? It's real to me. But anyway, yeah, the, the whole the whole point of the website from my perspective was to get away was to get away from the monthly magazine format and uh to create something that was a little more automated so I wasn't spending all of my free time on the stupid friggin' website. So instead, I'm spending all of my free time yes, on the website. that was actually <laughs> part of what I was expecting and hoping for. You were having days, I was kind of you guys would do all of the work now, and, and I could just sad. sit back. Well, it, it, it seems pretty good from my standpoint so far. Uh, I'm so kind of getting used to it, like many others. Uh, I, I find it easier to just get, get myself and get it submitted. Uh, 
Oh yeah, it's definitely a huge step up from the first side. Really, really good job. Yeah. My question, are there more people reading the site now that it is in a new format? Yes, there actually are more people reading the site because now we have more staff writers. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh. Oh, I, I will say I think I've only seen uh, two comments so far from people who are not on the staff. And they were both from the same person. And they were both Eric's sister. So I'm not really sure that our readership is really growing uh, to what we would hope at the moment. <laughs> Yay, <we> Genevieve! <laughs> hey, actually, uh, she just got engaged recently, too, so congrats, Genevieve. Wow. Uh, congratulations. Now she has to listen to the podcast. We get one <laughs> new one new listener. Hey, hey. So anyway, the new site, people can now more or less uh, post articles to the site directly without having to email me a Word document and me having to do a lot of work. Well, in theory, yeah, everyone else can do more work instead. I guess I don't really have anything else to add. I mean, well, time will tell. Uh, you know, if a, a, a uh, giant bug comes out of the works and we decide it's the worst thing that's ever been done again, call us Paul Sermon. Uh, yeah. It obviously looks a lot more professional than our old site. I think we could probably all agree on that. That's something that really it actually looks yes. like a real website. As, as I think now that we look like a real website, that we have new content coming, you know, daily, and it, that's, that's not like at the bottom of the page on the blog. Um, <laughs> it's but now that's in a place people can see it. I, I think that that could definitely help us more. And also, all of our da- all of our uh, daily content is not all from Michael Gray now. Only about half of it is. No, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. guess they're keeping you busy in seminary, huh, Michael Gray? I am, and uh, I quit doing carbonated news. Who would you uh, get to take it over? I don't think anybody's volunteered to take it over, so... Um, Basically, the, the only news we're going to have is the new video game releases. Yeah, that was the joke and I was going to make. And Sonic, where everyone yells at me. <laughs> what was oh. that game? Was it, it was video game news, or issues, or... It was just video game news, and I don't keep up with video game news at all. So Well, that's what made it funny, was that it was Michael making up part of the news and reporting on... Yeah, I, I mean, I actually liked what Michael was doing. Yeah, I like... <laughs> Try, trying to report on games he's never heard of. I, and I also enjoyed how every time you made a post, someone would say, hey, Michael, this is wrong, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part about the column. I don't know why I stopped writing it. Have you guys noticed this? I, I, is it just me, or is, like, are, are like 75% of the comments on Game Call right now someone being a whiny baby about something? Am I am I incorrect? How I think we have a lot of whiny babies in your comments. I don't think you've been posting that much, Paul. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess people don't tend to comment when they just think, hey, that was really cool. They just comment when they see something that they want to complain about. I think I've only gotten one comment on one of my 500 columns, so I, I can't tell. Alright, maybe it's just me. Is Mark Friedman asking why the Indian in the Oregon Trail wants to have your clothes? <laughs> well, uh, I guess that we can wrap up discussion on that for now. Uh, and well, I, I, say, I say we all go around and everyone says what their favorite part of the new site is, starting with Michael Ridgeway. Uh, I just like how new content is... Uh, it's up there at the top of the page where people, you know, can come and see it and they can rather easily see if there's something new posted and I think that'll keep people that'll keep people coming back to the site and 
Sounds good. Justin? Uh, I like the layout. I pretty, pretty much the same thing as Michael said, uh, to cook to pop out a little bit. Um, <laughs> I like the, I like, I like the layouts. It's, uh, very, very nice, very modern. Michael Gray? I like how we have a section for comics, but we haven't had, like, a staff cartoonist in the past, hmm, how many years has it been, Paul? <laughs> no, we had, um, Wait, didn't we have something recently? Four. Alex, Jed, he was doing a comic last, just uh, last year. I guess he was. Was? That, that was, was a comic. It wasn't yeah. a joke comic, though. Like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, Lofi Carl, or the one that Julia was doing. Julia? Is her name Julia? Who who did that comic? Oh, wait, oh, wait, I know who you're talking about. Oh, God. What was her name? Hello, Michael here from the editing room. The name of this cartoonist is Jamie Jewett. She drew Pretty in Pixels for three or four months. She only did it for like three or four months. Yeah, and that was the was most Julie something. recent comic. See, Julie, Julia, I was close. I was close. Yeah, well, I I kind of shoehorned to be careful what you search for in there. Um, hopefully Terrence uh, does another one of them at some point. Maybe we'll have something to put in there. I haven't spoken with her in a while, though. Her? Terrence is a she? Terrence is a girl. Oh. Well, Paul, spoiler <laughs> alert, you've just ruined the biggest secret of Game Cola. Wow. I thought, I thought that was public knowledge, I'm sorry. I edit, edit, edit it out. What? <laughs> Terrence is the girl. Nathaniel Hoover, your favorite part of the new site. Yes, well, I am definitely a fan of just about everything about it, uh, but I think the fact that there is a very clear distinction between the reviews, the blog posts, the videos, the fan fiction, every, that it's all very clearly labeled, because even though I, I do have a special place in my heart for the old, antiquated newsletter format, um, I am very much a fan of You're the only one and exactly, appreciate it. Yeah, well, no, so, I, it's... Well, yeah. So, I, I enjoy the old format, but I like this new format. I do like the fact that you can actually tell what the different things are, because previously, uh, at least for me, scrolling down the list of Here's a bunch of reviews, and then here are a bunch of columns that may or may not be related to each other, and then trying to find out, oh, well, this is a comic, and this is actually a column, and this is this and that. Um, it was a little difficult to figure out what was what, so now there's very clear distinctions, and I'm very fond of that. Cool. Uh, and I guess um, my favorite part that, that hasn't been mentioned yet, I like the top articles section. I check that almost every day. Yes! I like that. And I like how it's updated live now, because before, I don't know if you guys noticed, but... Uh, we had that section on the page before, and I was just uploading it manually, uh, doing it manually every month when the new issue went out. Uh, like I, I got the I got the list of all, all article ratings, and I sorted them by by highest rating, and then I took the top whatever twenty five or whatever it was. But now I don't have to do that, and I really like it. It's right there in my bio. How wonderful my beard is. Uh, <laughs> it, it may not be the thickest beard, but it is the most beautiful. So I hope every podcast is either making fun of me or talking about my beard now. I think I mean, Terrence has a beard that's uh, thicker than yours. What? <laughs> Terrence does not have a beard. Oh, I'm going to post pictures of Terrence, see if he has a beard. Oh, we care because we love. Uh, we care because we care because we love. My beard got fan mail, and it wasn't from the team. <laughs> Paul's beard at gmail.com? <laughs> yeah. Michael Gray knows what I'm talking about. I know what I got when, uh, when Zach Rich did his April Fool's joke where someone threatened to quit our mailing list because Zach Rich made fun of my beard. 
that is a wonderful thing. Now, the one thing I like about the new Game Cola site is that Zach will not be able to do that again. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Oh, uh, well, if, if he goes through another person like he did last time, he probably could. This ends the section of the podcast where we talk about the new Game Cola website. In the next section of the podcast, we're going to talk about the Game Cola End of Year Awards. And what better way to transition into that new segment than by talking to Game Cola's guest star of the year herself, Miss Marianne Fenwick? Okay, let's call her right now. This is going to be exciting. Hey, Marianne, this is the Game Cola podcast calling. We were wondering if you could participate in a transition for the podcast number 20. So, thank you very much for helping out. See ya. Bye. That could have gone better. We we recently had the uh, Game Cola Best of 2009 Awards. Um, As most of you know... Monkey Island and Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham Asylum ran away with it. So, what do you think, guys? Is it, are they just that good, or maybe this a failing with all parts? Do we just not play a lot of games? I think Drama Queen's got screwed. That's what I think. Yeah, 2009 felt like a preview year to, like, did 2010, but it really got pushed back. So there wasn't really much to yeah, choose from. Yeah, I mean, that was a big thing in my head when I was trying to put the balance together was that there just wasn't that much to put on it. Yeah. I mean, that was good. I'm surprised nobody voted for uh, Assassin's Creed 2. I mean, that was, that was pretty good, too. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to the last podcast, and you guys talked about a hundred games that came out in 2009, none of which I had ever heard of. So... Yeah, I'm with Michael here, actually, because after all this time, I still have played, I think, one game that came out in 2009, which is the first episode of Tales of Monkey Island. So oh, that man, I've played, played the others yet? I've, uh, I've played, like, the first, well, at this point now, after I voted, I've, I've played, like, the first half an hour of episode two. But honestly, I am such a retro gamer, so behind the times, that, oh, you know what, I, I did. I played Muramasa the Demon Blade, which is something that I gave my votes for whenever it was in a category, because I love that game. Nice old uh, Japanese anime-esque uh, platformer, same people who did Odin Sphere, which I had never heard of, but looks equally awesome. You're, uh, it's like a platformer you're running around as a, a samurai, slicing up things, doing cool sword moves. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my plug. You should go back in time and vote for it. <laughs> go back in time and vote for it. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I know, like, there was a lot of, I mean, there was a lot of really good games, but there's some, I mean, Batman was good, but I don't, I don't know if it deserved, like, the best game ever award. I mean, I think well, the problem was that there were just, there were just a lot of games that came out that were, that were good, not necessarily great, though. I think there were only a couple yeah. games that were just awesome, and there were a bunch of games that were pretty, pretty darn good, but not really Game of the Year yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. I'm trying to think of, like, uh, uh, Infamous. No, no, none of you guys played Infamous? Never heard of it. Oh, what I is it? For a lot, I voted for it. Uh, on a couple categories. It just, uh, I don't think anyone else enjoyed it. 
No, I, yeah. I think someone else nominated it for uh, most disappointing this year. Yeah. Oh yeah, somebody did. I want to find that person. Yeah, actually, did you guys? Uh, I, I enjoyed how a lot of the the games that were nominated for most disappointing were also nominated for like best console game, best PC game, etc. Yeah, that yeah. should really say something though. That happens yeah. every year. Apparently, apparently, the game pool staff has wildly divergent uh, viewpoints yeah. on games. Apparently, right. nobody right. voted for the Nancy Drew games. Yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, okay, no, the last, uh, uh, the last podcast, Colin and I had this whole long conversation about infamous versus prototype, and we were completely diametrically opposed. I thought that prototype was the most disappointing game of the year. And I loved Infamous. He thought that Infamous was one of the most disappointing games of the year, and he loved Prototype. I think they're both great games. I don't know why we have to burst them all the time. Yeah. Like they're supposed to. Well, aren't they the same game? No. Uh, they're yeah, completely yeah. different. Well, they're, they're similar, but let's, let's not get into that now. I mean, we did that dance last time, but... Especially since yeah, uh, maybe, probably yeah. the majority of people on the podcast don't really know anything about those games. Like me. What yeah. system are they out and, and on? So are those not those with the things he's he's playing like Monkey Island and Drama and so I seriously I, I voted for Drama Queens. All right, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the game was great. Yeah, for those of you who actually did for those of you who just do anything like a podcast, everybody else talking over the Daniel screen. <laughs> Go ahead, Nathaniel. Yeah, Google Podcast. Thank you, Paul. Uh, but Drama Queens, actually, Paul, and a bunch of other Game Cola staff members sitting around playing this DS caddy. Paul, give me a sentence about it. I'm, I'm awesome. Work. That was that was pretty much it. Uh, I don't know. It's okay. a game where you play as a bunch of teenage girls who try to get better boyfriends, get the most boyfriends, get the most best friends, and you uh, will do that by any means necessary. Was that also the plot of Assassin's Creed 2? <laughs> I'm pretty sure yes, it was. In between, in between, in between killing everybody in the in the, in the royal family and eventually your parents' death. Yeah. Were there any awards that uh, people vehemently disagreed with? I saw some comments to that effect. Anyone here uh, feel that? Yeah. That is. Yeah. I. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I mean, ba- Batman. Uh. Oh, once again, Batman just don't deserve, like, best console game. Best multiplayer was, like, Borderlands, and Borderlands is alright, but I mean... Borderlands is pretty good. I think, I I stand behind that one. Do you? I, I think Left 4 Dead 2 should have won, in my opinion. Uh, I, I, did, I was one of the people who decided not to play Left 4 Dead 2, because I'm still waiting for them to finish the first game. I paid 60 bucks for that game, yeah. I played, it was four hours long. I'm not yeah. spending another dime on them until they give me the rest of it. Well, so, true. I mean, I'm sure I would have liked Left 4 Dead 2 if I'd actually played it and probably voted for it, but I didn't, so. My only exposure to uh, Borderlands and Left 4 Dead, the original, not the sequel, was I actually had a lot of fun watching two of my friends play it. Normally I'm all into playing games, but it was just that much better to watch someone else do it, not need to worry about the, uh, the analog sticks. I have issues. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I don't play uh, a lot of modern console games, actually, is because I can't do the... Uh, Double stick action with like the PlayStation 2 and everything after that. You must love the Wii then. Actually, uh, Nathaniel brings up a good point, and maybe it's just me, but I seem to be missing the gene that allows you to aim guns and those sorts of games, so I, I can't do it with the analog stick. 
ever since they started doing it with GoldenEye 64 and every game after that, that's a first-person shooter, I just can't play it. Because I can't it's aim. It's very square on the console to play a first-person shooter. I, I think much prefer to play them on the PC. Because oh, yeah. it, it's just it's much more intuitive, you know. Oh, aim it. That's, that's a really good idea. No, I agree. Yeah, I can I actually aim. No, I said I agree. I can actually aim on the PC. Because I've, I've played yeah. through. I love the Jedi Knight games, No One Lives Forever, Star Trek Voyager Elite Force, even the Half-Life games I started playing, and I didn't think that I could yeah. do them, but I can aim! It's amazing! I played maybe 20 minutes of Halo 2 multiplayer, and I was always shooting, like, just past everyone's shoulder, and I was really awesome at hitting the barrels behind me. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that, that's why you play a game like Fallout 3, where if you push a button, you can go into a super special mode where you can just automatically target everything's that's different true. body parts. But you don't have to have any skill whatsoever. It's amazing. I, I say that, but I was actually very pleased about that. <laughs> I'm surprised best PC game Tales of Monkey Island. I mean, it's an adventure game. Adventure games are, I mean, I like it, but I believe you're currently in a podcast with all of the people who voted for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I, I agree point. with Justin. Nancy Drew, warnings at Waverly Academy all the way. <laughs> okay, Justin, we'll give you a fair chance to defend yourself before we eat you. We may or may not rest your life. I like it. I, well, I played all of them, and I, I, enjoy, I enjoy most of Telltale games, but I'm looking like Dragon Age and uh, Dawn of War 2 were on there as well, and like, awesome. I mean, it's the competition, not the fact that it's an adventure game. Oh, yeah, well, no, well it is, like, adventure games, I mean, not much more you can, I mean, I love it, but it's not much more adventure game you can do than rubbing two objects together and hoping the story progresses, and that's, that's fine, but I don't know if that serves as best PC game. That's just me. But, but that, that's fair, because I voted for Dragon Age, uh, and, you know, I, I thought that was best PC game of the year, but then again, you know, I think Monkey Island, especially with the game Cobra set, has such, has a much broader appeal. I mean, uh, Controls I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Well, yeah, I, 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 I care. Out of the friggin' minds, but not just making it a point to put game like Sam and their old their Sam and Max games. So I think personally, adventure games are virtually the only game I actually play on a PC, so it always bothers me when the controls are different. I can't handle it. So that's fair enough. Yeah, but I, I, I understand. I mean, I, I just maybe point, maybe the straight point and click wouldn't be best for this game, but. What they did was not best, either. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, dragon, dragon, uh, dragon for, for anyone who doesn't know, in order to move the main character in Tales of Monkey Island, you just click the mouse, and then you kind of try to drag it in the direction that you want the main character to go, and it doesn't work. Yeah. It's fucking uh, all the time. And that's why you download it for the Wii. So you can use yeah, the they, laptops. Yeah, me free copies of the Wii version. <laughs> <laughs> you got free copies? Yeah, I, got free co- I get free copies of all the Telltale games. Because they love my reviews. Nice. Well, uh, because uh, I'm, uh, tell the truth. Or rather, because I'm not the truth.
I should explain what Paul is talking about. You see, GameCola sometimes receives free review copies of various games. Say a company has a new game coming out, they will sometimes send a free review copy to the GameCola staff. Now, Paul is supposed to hand over the copy to the GameCola staff, but if it's like the Tales of Monkey Island game, and it's a game that Paul really wants to play... Take all of the reviews instead of letting anyone else on the staff... Or they take all the copies instead of letting anyone else on the staff. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Oh, look yeah. it up for us. Oh, I, I let Matt Gardner, who is uh, one of my best friends in real life, review one of the other ones. And I let my girlfriend yeah. review one of the other ones. I don't know. I'm not a fan of Monkey Island. I think I mentioned this earlier. I played like a half hour of, what's the third one? Curse. 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 Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I just played it for like a half hour, got bored, and wow. never played it again. Yeah, that's just... That's the thing about... I, I played the first one actually, like just recently. I mean, I was I was too. I think I was too uh, young to actually play the first one when it came out. But uh, I didn't. I didn't like it nearly as much as the new ones. I don't know why. Maybe it was just it's too old. I guess. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. I, I I didn't I didn't laugh as much as I did with the newer ones with with Telltale writing them. I didn't laugh at all. No. No. I could tell all the dialogue was drop dead hilarious, but I just wasn't laughing for some reason. I don't know, maybe I was in a bad mood that day. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's wrap up this topic. Everyone in this podcast loves all of the Monkey Island games, except for, because that one sucks. Okay? Well, Can we all agree? No. Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> there, I, I, I made this in a comment somewhere. There are parts of it that I like, but overall it is not the strongest Monkey Island. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I need to go back and play it again sometime. It's been a while, and I think I was just so frustrated with the with the new art style and with the new controls of that game that I was kind of blinded to everything else about it. So maybe if I played it again, being a little more open minded, I would I would actually be able to get into it. Ooh, ooh, question, question. I noticed in the end of end of game year awards, how come? Oh, the, on topic. Why is it that every single time Monkey Island won, you guys felt the need to say that? Dominic Armato is Guybrush Threepwood. Because he is! Dominic Motto, he, he is... Like, yeah. I, I cannot think of Guybrush Threepwood with any other words besides his. Okay, but you have to repeat that every single time Monkey Island wins an award. Hey, we okay. said it twice, yeah. and that was only because Mike didn't know that I was writing it too. I should have edited yeah. one of them out, but I didn't. Are there actual monkeys in Monkey Island? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, good. Just Just checking. And there are also, in fact, islands. I have and yet some of the islands have monkeys. I've yeah. seen islands. I've yet to see any monkeys. And and in fact, some of the games have Monkey Island in them. I understand. Not all of them. Pirates. Yes. yes. So, anything else about the awards that anyone wants to talk about? Uh, I I just wanted to point out. I can't remember specifically which staff member it was, but I was really really hoping that, like, Game of the Year would go to Michael Gray. I think that's who uh, Video Xavier pointed out uh, should win any of the awards for any of the categories. <laughs> I was a big fan of that. That's right. We, we, we do right now have the staff member of the year on this podcast. Congratulations, Michael Gray. Thank you. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll receive a, a check for $10 in the mail. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. We haven't even made that much in our Google ad money yet, have we? <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Okay, you'll, you'll get a coupon to Starbucks. Cool. He's getting a certificate, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> he's also he's also getting Marianne Fenwick's certificate, too, because I don't know where she lives. <laughs> but we also, we also have one of the runners-up for staff member of the year, Nathaniel Hubert. Congratulations to you as well. Yay! Yay. You're Thank second you. place. I'm so almost honored. Third place, actually. I think Kevin beat him. Kevin? <laughs> We kept cutting off Justin when he was talking about this, but Batman, Game of the Year, how does everyone yes. feel about it? Um, I feel like it was the Game of the Year. It was, for me, it was very close between that, Dragon Age, and Uncharted 2. So I enjoyed all those games immensely, but um, Batman, like I, I, I mentioned in the little blurb I wrote for it, just resonated with me on this sort of nostalgic level. You know, it, I, I really enjoyed the production values they put into it, and so that's what put it over the top for me. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I I liked it. Um, I like how all the original voice actors are there for Like, they have Mark Hamill as the Joker, yeah. which everybody would say Heath Ledger's like the best, but no, Mark Hamill, every time yeah. I read something, it's always like Mark Hamill's Joker voice. I always imagined it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mark Hamill is a joke. No, so no. He's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Question, um, question. Which, what are you referring to? Is this a TV series? Yeah, yeah Mark, Mark Hamill. Voice acting. Yeah, Mark oh. Hamill did the original voice for the Joker in the, the Batman animated series. Oh, the guy, oh okay, the guy... okay, okay. See, I'm so out of it when it comes to Batman. That's like, you talk about the old Batman. That's, you know, Adam West, Adam Batman West. and yeah, Robin no. fighting ridiculous villains, but... The new Batman has no Robin and all these villains I've never heard of before, so I don't get that nostalgia factor when playing that game. Well, well, Which I didn't uh, do. For anybody, for anybody who doesn't know, Mark Hamill has also played Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars films. Uh, anybody, if, if, I think I've heard of anybody has one on the internet. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if it... Just, I mean, there's a, there was a lot of other... I mean, Batman was good, but... In terms of um, value, I, I kind of believe uh, Assassin's Creed 2 kind of went a little over that. Like, I I had I played the uh, I played Assassin's Creed 2. Like, Assassin's Creed 2 was uh, a much longer and I, I believe a little more fulfilling than than Batman was. Like, Batman, I beat it very quickly, and uh, I liked it, but there was no definite end to Batman as opposed to Assassin's Creed 2, where it had a very definite end. You know good closure, and I had fun all the way through. So that, that's why uh, Assassin's Creed 2 probably should deserve it more than, than uh, Batman. I, I feel like I, I still, I'm comfortable with my decision on Batman there. Uh, I really, really, really had a lot of fun playing that game. And even if it wasn't, you know, as long as some of the other ones, uh, I, I feel like the experience was was excellent. Oh yeah, you, you, I mean it never it never gets boring watching Batman like kick somebody in the chops. Oh, that's mean. That's what well, Batman they, they does. They usually deserve it, right? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I, I guess I guess they usually deserve it. Yeah. Okay. Is King Tut in the game? He's no longer a Batman villain. Uh, is he is he still a Batman villain? The Egyptian one. No, no, no. 
King Tut. I do remember a King Tut on the TV series, though. And I'm, I'm not, I don't want to be quoted on this, but I'm pretty sure he was invented for the TV show, maybe? Yeah. So, no, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, from what I could tell from the last podcast, the, the Batman game had a bunch of all, all the Batman villains. So I was wondering if King Tut was one of them, but uh, apparently not. Literally, I guess he's not an official Batman villain anymore. No. I mean, they, they, they didn't have, like, Mr. Freeze, they didn't have the Penguin. They only really had uh, Killer Croc. Well, they, they had references to them all, and I think we're probably going to see them in the, in the sequel. Uh, and yeah. Some more. Okay. Yeah, they, they just announced that a couple weeks ago, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, they're coming out. Yeah. Alright. It wasn't in Carbonated News, so I'm not really sure. Oh, wait. Alright, so final thoughts. Anything, anyone, anyone have anything else to add about our year-end awards this year? Um, I was robbed of Employee of the Year. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. I don't mean like, to uh, It looks like only, only two people voted for Michael Ridgeway, and one of them was Michael Ridgeway. <laughs> and the Clearly. other one was Mrs. Ridgeway? Clearly, he knows best. I actually, no. I don't think Vanjie voted for him. No, not Vanjie. I mean Michael's mom. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How many votes did Professor Layton get? I was confused because the year Professor Layton came out, Professor Layton was in the logo for the end of year awards, but it didn't actually win any awards. So I was kind of hoping that this year he would win, but he didn't win anything at all. Actually, I'm, I'm looking at the numbers right now. Professor Layton was only a few votes away from Purple Nuts for Best Portable. Just needed one more person to vote for it. Oh! Really? Oh! Super close. Oh! What a shame. And then right after that, like super close to that, is uh, Mario and Luigi, Mario, Bowser's Inside Story. <laughs> oh! And then Drama Queens. Which reminds me, Paul, we, uh, we should all get together and play that again. If, if only for our adoring family. Absolutely. Oh, but if you get together and play that again, put a video camera in front of it. Yes. True. Well, we got the means to do it here. Wait, we do? We can do another Drama Queens podcast right now? Well, we have a video camera in our place. Oh, 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 okay, sorry. I thought you were talking about, like, playing the game right now. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> I have a Hannah Montana video camera that my brother gave me for my birthday. <laughs> You, you can act out your, your favorite scenes from Hannah Montana and from High School Musical. Wait, wait, High School Musical? Which scenes? High School Musical is also included in the, in the video camera software. Wait, which scenes? Which scenes, Paul? Uh, the one where they dance. I don't know. Paul! <laughs> I think now that we've descended to talking about High School Musical, I think it's time for the podcast. together. Paul, you got to be more descriptive about what everybody's favorite scenes in High School Musical are, because my favorite scenes are stuff like Zac Efron tries to act, who came up with the choreography for this dance, and that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's time to end it. Oh, okay, fine. Apparently, we are not all in this together because nobody <laughs> wants to talk about High School Musical. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, please keep uh, checking out the new site. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more stuff coming up uh, now that you know we can post every day, and, and you can actually you know see it right when you visit the site. 
Ooh, hey, do we have a podcast section on the new site, Paul? We do. How's that? No. Alright, uh, <laughs> thank y'all for listening. Uh, I'm Mike Ridgeway. I'm not actually mad at Mike McRae or Paul Franz, and I'm just joking, you guys. I'm actually no, mad I'm at Nathaniel Hoover. Actually, what Nathaniel said there was the joke. I'm Billy Mays. And I'm Rob Schneider. Thank you for listening. Thus ends Game Cola Podcast number 20, produced by GameCola.net. GameCola.net video game humor. Copyright GameCola.net, January 2010. Starring Michael Ridgway, Michael Gray, Nathaniel Hoover, Paul Franzen, and Justin Lushinsky. Also starring Vanji Rich for a little bit. Also starring Marianne Fenwick, if you want to count the part where I called her cell phone and she left a message. The music was performed by Michael Gray. And thank you very much for listening, everybody. Are we done? I think yep. so. Okay, so High School Musical 3. <laughs> uh...